What is going on everybody? So I gotta make an announcement right at the start of this. I am using a new microphone today. So if the audio is crap, too loud, or just not what you're used to, let me apologize. I had a big issue. I've been using the same microphone for a lot of my stuff near my desk and uh, it super destroyed my YouTube videos this week. So I'm trying to use a different mic that I have on hand. So uh, yeah, if it sounds like crap, I apologize in advance. Um, but, uh, this is going to be a, well, you know, I'm not even going to say short episode because for some reason we could have nothing to talk about and still go two hours. <laughs> yeah. Like a whole hour conversation. Yeah. So I will say that we don't have a lot to talk about, but, um, uh, we do have things to talk about here on, uh, Batman news weekly, uh, because you know what, we're always going to bring you some Batman news. Um, unfortunately the stuff that I guess kind of made the rounds is not stuff we're really watching right now or not really caring about. Cause I know it's like, I I'm not caught up on Bat Batwoman, but apparently there was like, they revealed why Batman's missing and it involved the Joker or something. That's what, yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't watched it. So I didn't like go in depth to spoil it for myself. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I just, you know, for me, I want to wait until it's completely done and then like binge it on Netflix or I think it's even coming on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what I was kind of thinking too, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, well, that's interesting. I hope they didn't show the Joker if anything. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know how that was. Yeah. You're kind of done with the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to be on TV. You know what I mean? If it's if it's not um freaking Cesar Romero, like there's no point in being a Joker on TV. You know what I mean? Like let him be the only one. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just hope they didn't really show anything. Uh, But we'll have to, you know, we'll have to wait and see, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, that, that I thought that was interesting, at least that they're talking about Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah, for so, sure. That's cool. I mean, hopefully, maybe I'll eventually watch it. I don't really know. I'm like binging. I'm trying to watch. I'm still watching Tales from the Loop. And um, uh, freaking YouTube did like a 33-hour marathon of Friends. Like, just like the best moments from season one or something like that. So I've been watching that randomly. Nice. I just turn it on and it's like just, it's on a loop. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I thought that was cool. Because like Twitch does that every once in a while too. Like, they'll play Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, for me, I've done stuff like freaking uh, I've watched the the Power Ranger ones. And yeah. I think I've I think I watched like the entire thing. Damn. Yeah, they I think they've done like uh, Bob Ross and like Bill Nye and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, I love Bill cool. Nye. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Like, you know, what's crazy? Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have happened yet, but we're getting we would be getting towards E3 time soon. Meaning Batman, the Batman game would have been getting announced pretty soon. Oh, I know. Jeez. Um, which, you know, that kind of blows. I know E3 is in June, but still, like, at this point, you start hearing rumblings of, like, what's going to be there and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. everything's just kind of dead right now, which kind of blows. We got the good news that Last of Us 2 is coming back, um, you know, in June instead of we thought it was going to be, like, next year. So that's kind of cool. So there's exciting games coming out, but uh, we're getting into some cool trailers tomorrow as we are waiting for this or as we're recording this. Oh, um, yeah. But they'll have been out by the time we talk about this. I'm just excited for Assassin's Creed. Um, Valhalla. Be fucking, yeah. Right? Vikings, man. Yeah. Like, it's going to be freaking awesome. Like, yeah. I, I, we kind of dove in to like Assassin's Creed and Odyssey and everything else like that. But 
Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to freaking uh, freaking Vikings, man. It's going to be I, awesome. It's crazy to like jump into video. And I'm pretty sure like you've been playing Arkham Knight recently, right? Or Arkham City? Or yeah, whatever. it's 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 Arkham Knight and I and I'm actually almost done with it. It's crazy. It's it's nuts. Yeah. And it's like very rare that I get like two bursts of wins with games, unless it's a game I absolutely love all the time, like a GTA. Um, but with Odyssey, like I played Odyssey for like 40 hours or something like, like just in a week, like in a couple weeks. And I was just like, I love this game. And then I got tired of it and I like got away from it. And then I went back to it again and played for like another 40 plus hours or whatever. And I was like, dude, this game's fucking amazing. So it's very rare that I yeah, get. Yeah, we, we almost played like almost every yeah, night. Yeah, like the game was fire, you know. Oh, it, it helps when you're able to make. I made Wonder Woman in that game. So like I was so <laughs> determined. And I finally made Wonder Woman in that game. Like I just found this perfect outfit. And I was like, hell yeah. And so like if I can make some kind of like batman viking character in freaking valhalla like i'll be like oh this is awesome like if i just find the right helmet like an all black suit like yeah dude i'll i'll try to make something like that I, that's what i do in every video game i always make characters that i would just want to be i'm like hell yeah um and assassin's creed usually has some pretty awesome customization so that's exciting but uh yeah anyways that has nothing to do with batman although we i try to create those characters and everything <laughs> Um, today we have two things really on the docket. We're going to talk about that crazy weird story, which wasn't so great. Yeah, uh, it, it that, wasn't um, great. Not at all. It was called uh, Batman Planetary, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a planetary. It, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was a crossover. Planetary. Yes, it was okay, Wildstorm. Right? Uh, that was the crossover. Um, I understand you probably didn't understand any of these characters. Hell no. Yeah. Uh, Wildstorm, though, right? Yeah, this it, is it, before Jim Lee. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was before Jim Lee. Let me actually uh, open the app just real quick. Um, I believe it was two thousand. Gosh, what was it? Let me. Yeah, let me I, don't, just, I don't have it pulled up. But two thousand ten. I have it. I have it open right here. It was loading real quick. But the Wildstorm characters, they have like this odd relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, Wildstorm as a okay. as a whole has a odd relationship with DC because. Yeah. These are characters that had no direct ownership with DC, so these content creators were able to get like the the profits off them directly in a, in a weird way, and you know uh, they were able to just do whatever with and but yeah. unfortunately with the fact that DC owns them, they didn't really get their due diligence, and mm -hmm. you know that kind of sucks. That really does suck just because you know the content creators kind of deserved that. I believe there was like what static shock and everybody okay. else that, that, that sub whatever, I can't think of the word right now, but they didn't really have full control of I thought the Jim Lee sold those characters. Well, he did. Yeah. He, he created. Yeah. He sold his creator, uh, created characters because he did partially like draw them. And so mm -hmm. he co owned them or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he did sell those characters, oh, okay. but there are, were, there were, a whole bunch of characters like Grifter and everybody else. Okay. So the other characters that he didn't own, you know, there was like this whole thing with DC yeah. owning them. And then you were able, like DC was able to kind of give them money, but not give them all of their money. And so I'm not saying that it's a wrong thing or if it's yeah, right. Imprints. The, yeah. The imprints. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. The, the sub imprints of DC, they were able to 
freaking yeah uh oh my gosh i can't even think of the freaking i lost my train of thought anyway you know these mm-hmm. these uh sub imprints sorry again they were able to yeah. take control over them and when they were able to do that people got angry because they weren't able to get all what they deserved and yeah. it, it happens nowadays just because people know that these imprints can make bukus of money. And so mm-hmm. you, what you want to do is you want to have full control of that shit, you know? That's totally understandable. Totally understandable. And this, it was just yeah. a random one shot. It was just pointless. Yeah. Completely pointless. It was, I don't think it had anything to do, or it, it didn't have mm-hmm. everything to do with Batman. I don't believe so. Oh really? Yeah. But you know it. Mm. It was it was a fun story. I still think it. Mm. Did I, they all had to do with Batman? No, no. I don't believe it all had to do with Batman. But it. I believe yeah. there was an actual like series of planetary like as a whole. Yeah, but anyways, the story itself though was very dated, with some of the language and stuff that's used in it. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit dated, but it was, like, right before, I believe, like, New 52, and I actually think that there is a uh, a whole nother series mm-hmm. of freaking Planetary. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's, like, a 27-issue uh, series, and then there's three others with, like, JLA, then Batman, and The Authority with, like, I think Midnighter? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 Midnighter, I mean, Midnighter right? Midnighter is a character, yeah. Yeah, so I think those are, like the one shots mm-hmm. of the story and then they intertwine with the overall 27 issues of authority. Yeah. I don't know why that's not popping up for me anymore. It's really weird. I'm like legit trying to search for it right now, but it's not popping up. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it, it's just, you know, just a random, you know, Wildstorm series. Uh, it probably would have made a ton more sense if we actually took the time to actually read a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely does not pop up fast. I had to like type in Warren Ellis to try to find it. Yeah, you know that's one of the one things that I hate about the DC Universe mm-hmm. app. It takes forever to load. I don't know what it is about its like operating system or what. Nothing else takes that long to load. I understand that like if I have like okay. crappy like Wi-Fi connection or whatever, uh, you know something not loading. But I feel like the stupid DC Universe app will always. Yeah always take forever to load whether it be a comic whether it be a movie whether mm-hmm. it be a dc show it just takes forever to load and i don't necessarily know why but yeah getting back to the book i really love like the whole like multiversal batman thing yeah i think that was definitely interesting yeah it, it was it was very interesting with the you know seeing that the uh we got to see the power that yeah, yeah the powers of that one criminal go and like distort like one part of Gotham, and so you got to see the modern day Batman, then you got to see the '66 Batman, the Dark Knight Batman, then you got to see the '80s Batman, yeah. and uh, and then eventually you got to see Batman with like an actual gun, uh, like the original Batman. But I will say the one thing that was like <laughs> really weird was like the ori- like modern day Batman had like the swords, the bat swords. Yeah, that was weird. It yeah. was it was odd. That but, was weird. you know, I, I did enjoy this uh, story. 
uh, with the, you know, just at its core being a Batman story. Because that's just, I feel like that's what this was really used for. Was just a random story for just kind of Ellis's version of being able to learn off of the... the origin yeah it was it was a cool little moment slash gimmick um that happened you know kind of just showing like oh yeah everything that has ever happened in dc exists it's just you know on different planets granted you know if you really bring in continuity and the multiverse and blah 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 blah, you know you could argue that it's not yeah for Um, sure but yeah here's my thing right so I don't know who this person is, but like I always just remember them because they have one of those caricatures as their icon on every social media they have. But they they run like a decent sized Batman like fan account on Instagram, and I forget what they're called. It's like Dark Knight something, um, Joe Dark Knight. I don't know something something like that. But anyways, I remember him always talking about on Twitter. He would just hit me up because I don't know if he knew of me from Gotham or if he just saw me post when Tom King would post or whatever. I don't know how, but I interacted with them a couple of times. And um, I was talking about, he would always say he wasn't a big fan of Tom King's run. He just wasn't a big fan of it. And I was like, well, who would you pick? Like, who do you want to be the next freaking uh, Batman writer? And he was like, I'd rather have Tom Taylor or Warren Ellis. And I was like, okay, at the time, I hadn't read anything from Warren Ellis. I've read a few things from Warren Ellis now. And I don't understand why anybody likes Warren Ellis. <laughs> you know, I was really kind of thinking to myself, like, what is the big Warren Ellis story that mm. everybody is like Gaga about? You know, when thinking about Warren yeah. Ellis, you know, I can't think of a major DC story or Marvel story, really, that, you know, has Warren Ellis like up at such a high level of prestige, you know? This is something that I've never well, really thought what about. What is the Warren Ellis story that people read? Uh, I, Period. I, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I've I've never yeah. really looked into it as far as, like, what books Warren Ellis has written that mm-hmm. everybody is, like, so crazy about. I just, I just don't understand the craze for him, to be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. I don't know what he's done on indie. I just, like... I just I felt like a lot of the dialogue here was kind of dated and it was was 2010 a decade is a lot of change. Yeah. Um but there was like, you know, they were using like uh and I, I don't know what's go- I don't know planetary, so I don't know if this is how they talk, but it was like transvestite and like that kind of like crude Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. stuff you And I'm looking at his uh his Wikipedia uh-huh. now and you know, he's apparently done Hellblazer. Um and mm-hmm. I think he's done stuff with like Marvel and i think mm-hmm. as, as far as like astonishing x-men oh, okay. moon knight and uh it does say wildstorm mm-hmm. here so i i i don't i don't know i'm not i'm not entirely sure it's the craze yeah so i'm just really interested on what the big deal is about warren ellis you know and and i'm not trying to knock him i haven't read a lot of stuff from him but i'm just saying the stuff i have read that is batman is nothing special in my opinion and so, like, I'm just very curious on why people would want him to be the next Batman writer. For sure. And I don't yeah. know. Again, this was this was just coming from one person. And I've had I've heard Warren Ellis's name brought up multiple times when it was that whole discussion of who's going to be next before Tinian got announced. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if it's just like an like an age thing. Like, I don't know if these people are maybe older than we are. 
like maybe in their 40s and Warren Ellis was like a bigger writer back then or something? Well, looking back at his his Wikipedia again, I see that he okay. actually did uh what what is that movie? Oh, uh, with Bruce Willis, Red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh he he did Red and maybe Oh, okay. So maybe that's what it is. Um, so maybe because I do feel like Warren Ellis probably has like that old school 80s edge of writing, you know, like that's how I really feel like he writes because it does feel dated. And granted, a lot of people love that kind of stuff. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, it's not PC. It's this and that, which I'm totally fine with. I'm totally down with it. If I know the characters, it makes sense. Like, I don't, I'm not one of those people that like cares about being PC and stuff. I don't care if a character says like racist stuff or whatever i just need to know the context like is this character always like that are you just saying this for a fact you know like i need to know what the context is because i think you know non-pc stuff or just like you know crazy outlandish shit can definitely be used especially if you're you know trying to hate that character or trying to show that this character is an asshole or this character is a shit you know so like um I'm all I'm all for that kind of stuff. But yeah, it just felt like when I was reading this, um one I didn't know the characters who these characters were, so I didn't know how they talked. But to some of the dialogue I was kinda of like, Meh. I was like, Yeah this could have been said a lot better. And Dick Grayson um, was kind of like a whole lot older. And he wasn't really yeah, nightwing. He wasn't either. even anything. Yeah. Yeah. In in the Wildstorm universe, he doesn't have like any superheroes, I don't believe. And the i have no idea from 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 what i read in the actual story they were saying that mm-hmm. on their earth they don't have anybody protecting gotham like at all so yeah it was a cesspool yeah yeah there was there was nobody there so yeah if you like like if you look at dick grayson he's so much older and his partner is actually like an allegory for like freaking uh for joker you know green hair purple suit gloves oh yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah he even liked looking at the photos of dead people like oh yeah yeah. he was like grinning and stuff it was it was weird Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't know if i would like if i would like the base of the wildstorm stories just because the the heroes so far aren't super great so i don't know i yeah, I don't know. I've always thought Grifter was amazing. Like, yeah. I know nothing about him, I, but he looks. I awesome. love the design of Grifter, and like, for, I had Jim yeah. Lee sign Grifter, and he even said that mm-hmm. it was the only Grifter book that he had signed for almost like an entire year. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. Nice. Pretty crazy. Nice, but I mean, yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that's insane. Like, I always thought that was kind of cool, but. Yeah, I don't know. This book wasn't anything special, but it just, it had, like, just flipping through it, I was like, what? I was like, I gotta read this. Granted, I will say this, because I do grade comics, or I do give effort to comics that um, readability is really big. Yeah. And since this thing's been a decade old, I I blazed through it. So, like, it it wasn't, like, shitty or anything like that. Oh, yeah, no, it was it was a 50-page yeah. story, and it was actually pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah so, because I've definitely read comic books where I'm like, dude, this, when is this over? Like, this is kind of long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this one, I will say that, like, I, you know, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was the greatest, but I did, I blazed through it, though, so I'll give it that. Like, it definitely, the tone was good, it fit that, and it was just so much crap was happening you're just like what and you just wanted to read the next page 
So I'll definitely give it that. Um, but I didn't think it was anything special. I wouldn't say like, dude, you have to read this story. I just saw this on a Reddit comment, literally. Just somebody said, I've always thought Batman's planetary was underrated. And I was like, well, let me go read that. And uh, I read it. Mm, yeah, and maybe it can stay underrated. Um, so, but um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think anything too much of it. But you know what? I enjoy reading these kind of things because it just, it just shows you a glimpse of the eighty years of Batman. Like, yeah, for sure. We have, we have so much crap that gets like made with Batman, whether they be one shots or like you know five page stories that come out or whatever. Like, there's so much Batman stuff that comes out every year. I've only been reading comics for less than a decade. And, you know, it's just like, you can only think, I was like, in less than a decade, I've read so many freaking random ass little stories. And there's another 70 decades on top of that, or seven decades on top of that reading. So I'm just like, holy crap. Like, so yeah, it just blows my mind. So I'll read anything Batman. Um, Doesn't mean I'll enjoy it, but, you know, I'm always down to read it. So yeah, that's cool. No, it it was solid, you know, a, a little bit odd. And, you know, we were very much thrown into the middle of yeah. a story for sure. And so, I don't know. It it was it was still good, though. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but, yeah. So, with that, um, I don't know. So, I think next week, we Clay has told me that the dig- – because I actually saw DC promote that Digital Tuesday thing. They were like, new comic book day yeah. on Tuesday. And I was like, whoa. So yeah, like so they are moving new books to Tuesday from now on instead of the traditional like comic book Wednesday they will do Tuesdays. So but is that just digitals or everything? It's everything. Everything. So Batman will come out on Tuesdays. Yeah, so everything will be coming out on Tuesdays uh all the DC books everything uh, and, you know, a little inside baseball for all those who uh, want to learn a little bit about their uh, comic shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so when books actually come to the comic shops, they usually come either depending on when DC sh- or Diamonds ships them. It's either going to be Friday yeah. or in this instance of the local comic book shop that we have is Tuesday. Now, the only problem with that mm-hmm. is let's say the books actually get here on Tuesday. Well, they're supposed to sell them yeah. on Tuesday. The only problem is they need to process them. They need all the paperwork. They need to do all of that jazz, right? So comic book shops are going to struggle with keeping up if the books are sent to them late. Like, Juice, yeah. you know, like, what? what is the one thing that they end up telling you when they, you know, don't have the books ready for you? They will either mm-hmm. tell you mm-hmm. to just wait or come back later, right? Does, don't they say that they just come back yeah, later? Yeah, it sucks. Uh, yeah. Or the shelf, they tell you to come back. I've actually been told to come yeah. back before. Yeah, it absolutely sucks, 100%. Like, if this is the normal, DC will either have to shuffle the way they ship to, like, where comic shops can get their books early, or they... Yeah. Comic shops are just going to take them on Tuesday and then sell them on Wednesday instead. That's what it's going to look like. But Mm -hmm. so what I was talking about last week, uh, I was talking about the I believe it was the DC digital first or the daily digital first things. If you actually look at DC comics, like the actual app 
or Comixology is what I personally use. If you look at the Comixology app, uh, let me actually bring it up here. They have an actual like section yeah. called the Daily DC Digital First. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a whole wave of these, and they come out uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And they're all 99 cents each. Oh, so, nice. it's yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, the first wave has come out. Uh, the second wave, I believe, is starting to trickle out already. Uh, but they have, like, the uh, Superman, the Batman, the Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Flash books. And for me personally, like, I, I already see there's, like, a Swamp Thing uh, the uh, Gotham Knights book that we were reading is already there, uh, issue number two. And yeah. uh, the uh, there's Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, and even Aquaman. But I basically just put them all in the cart, and then I buy them at the end of the week. But uh, the, the whole digital first, I think, is a great market. Yeah. It will bring in, you know, that small portion of people that don't necessarily want to go to their local comic book shop or have no way to get their local comic book shop so you know digital first mm-hmm. is gonna help and it's just these small little stories that'll introduce them to characters and i think yeah. it's great but nice. you know dealing with all of the comics as a whole you know there was an announcement from dc talking about when we will finally get to see books and at this moment uh, it says here on the DC yeah. Comics website, it says Tuesday, May 19th, new books will be Deceased Unkillables, Dollhouse number six, uh, Flash Giant number four, Plunge number three, Superman Pal Jimmy Olsen number 10, Red Hood Outlaw 45, Wonder Woman 755, uh, Year of the Villain, Hell of Risen number three. That's yeah. technically a third printing, yeah. but it's it's still, you know, it's still a book. Uh, and then they're also doing collections, but the uh, next week after that, Tuesday, May 26th, yeah. Aquaman, Batman Beyond, Flash, He-Man, Justice League, blah, blah, blah. So you, we, we understand that, you know, the books will eventually come out, but it's just, you know, it is taking a long time for this to happen because right now DC is the only publisher, as far as we know, that is pushing books out this early. There was, uh, you know, I've had the chance, you know, the 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 good chance of having yeah. uh, a lot of friends in the comic book community, review community, and some of them have been a little bit on the inside. Uh, one of them being particularly uh, Jim. Yeah. He helped us with the uh, with the review copies when we weren't getting them. But Jim was, you know, just you know, doing his thing, but he got an email from DC recently that basically told him that like, Hey, you know, things are looking up, you know, we're, we're going to be doing great, but we don't want you to be spreading rumors. Uh, and that felt really odd for him to actually read that. Like they're, you know, asking to not, you know, spread any rumors. And, I feel like the reason why that is, is because right now there is a lot of rumors going around that basically say that DC is basically a chicken with its head cut off. And whether it be with, you know, these digital books or the actual fact of like main continuity stuff, you know, it's, 
it's it's odd. It very much is odd that, you know, a lot of people think that DC is that chicken with its head cut off. And they are kind of worried about mm-hmm. what's going to be happening. But the way I see it is with this time, with the quarantine, you know, that they yeah. actually spend this time to, you know, get their head back on their shoulders. Yeah. And figure things out. You know, we we heard a lot of rumors uh, even before this quarantine mm-hmm. about, like, what exactly was going on. And, oh, excuse me. Now I have the burps. Uh, but, you know, it's it's all up in the air right now. We're not entirely sure what's going to be happening. But I'm looking forward to it either way. You know, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, you know, what exactly uh, DC will have in store for us. But I, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, the, the new way that it, I'm actually enjoying the yeah. new rumor. So it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be, yeah, it, it's, it is a, obviously like we've said many a times for the last month, it's a weird time, but I think what is more than likely going to happen is because we have already, you know, they don't want to starting rumors, but we've heard rumors about why Didio exited. We've heard Scott uh, Snyder say he's got a lot of interesting stuff coming out. He's working on a, a DC Metals like two times bigger than it was going to be or whatever he said. He said something along those lines. Uh, I'm not quoting him, but yeah. So I do think that granted COVID-19 has been really shitty, but with the craziness of losing a publisher and this crazy direction that they were planning on going in. Yeah. COVID-19 was actually kind of like a blessing for them because they were like, we have time to do this and nobody's going to get mad at us for delaying books (laughs) because we're in a pandemic. Like you, everybody, if if you would bitch about books right now, you're an asshole. Like, Uh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Granted, we all want to read new comics. We want to all watch new movies. But you know what? We're trying to keep people alive right now. So let's focus on that. Yeah. And, you know, there's been a pretty good community about all of that. You know, uh, you're right. If if somebody is complaining yeah. right now, they are a big asshole. But, you know, that is why, you know, there has been a good yeah. community about it. There has been, you know, this whole thing with the mm-hmm. content creators and publishers creating this new, like, uh, it's new to you comic book day instead of new comic book day. It's new to you. So it gives, you know, the creators and publishers yeah. the opportunity to actually push mm-hmm. some of their older content, yeah. uh, you know, and that is exactly why I've been reading new 52. And that's why I've been reading the, yeah. uh, the uh, Marvel unlimited app and things like that. But yeah, you know, you are right. You know, this is perfectly the time for DC to say, Hey, uh, if we delay any time after this, we will definitely be the assholes. Yeah. So for sure, I completely understand that whole concept for sure. Yeah. And DC is going to look like a freaking, you know, they're going to look like the knight in shining armor by coming out first. Like this is good for them. They're going to be like, oh yeah, we know we've been thinking about you guys this much. Granted, they could be like, we just watch our money. But at the same time, they're they're going to be first. You know, they're going to come out and they're like, you know what? We're giving it to you a day earlier. <laughs> yeah. And true. so like, you know, those people that are starved for content are going to get it. And so that's it's you know, it's a plus for DC. Now, one thing I do want to point out is they have released the next couple weeks or whatever uh, that will be coming out for solicits. Not on any of those things. Batman is not listed. 
And the I want to say the week that they first canceled books, we were supposed to get the next Batman. I could be wrong. Yeah, you're right. No, I, it, it was supposed to be Batman that week. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't get Batman. So that comic's done. Like, it's ready to go. Because it might have also been the punchline uh, debut. Yeah. Maybe the next one after that might have been. But Punchline was gearing up to show up. And um, what it definitely was going to be was Riddler's Maze, which was pretty exciting. And I'm, I want to see that. But now we all know that with DC, the biggest the biggest character they have is Batman. And everything runs through Batman. Whether people love it or not, he's always the center of attention. He always does something. Yeah, I guess. And uh, it's true. He's getting a part two of his event. You know, granted, they say it's about Wonder Woman. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, so with Batman, I'm very curious because we know Scott Snyder's saying all this stuff's going to change and blah, blah, blah. If the reason we're not going to get pushed out of, cause like, honestly, like if you were going to drop, if you're going to be the first comic book company to come back and you want to boost your sales, you drop that new Batman issue like yeah. the first week yeah. and they're not. And well, I so, mean, you know, like you were saying, you know, this, you know, the, the, we should have gotten Batman. But we're we not we're we're not getting it right now, and so I think that you know go ahead flesh out your story. You know Tinian can flesh out his story, and you know finish the whole designer thing. Mm-hmm. You know with freaking Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, whatever. Yeah, and then at that point, you know the whole big thing of five G was you know Black Batman, mm-hmm. and if that's not happening anymore, then the rest of the story may yeah. not be exactly the way Tinian wanted it to go. So he has to kind of fix all mm-hmm. that. And so, yeah, I think yeah. that in order to do that, they needed to push it back just a little mm-hmm. bit further. But I, I totally agree. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's where I was, I was going to get to. I think that's why they're doing it. Because if they weren't, you would assume they they would throw that book out. You know what I mean? That's why I'm saying so um, I do think that we, if, and I had mentioned this on the podcast or I mentioned it at some place, I said that Scott Snyder was going to be the next person to be the next Jeff Johns and take over DC's like continuity run. His boy, his disciple is James Tinian. And he's probably like, all right, look, Didio's out. We're not going to replace you right away. You need to think of something if you're going to continue past 15 issues. So Tinian's probably like, oh fuck! Like I, I was, I was blowing my whole load in these fifteen issues, you know. <laughs> so he could be thinking about like, all right, where am I going to go after this? What are we going to do? But they could be working so close together that it could be like, look, I'm going to do this in metal, and then you can branch out after that. So they could be trying to plan that together. I don't really know, but I do think that if there was, if they were just going to go. As scheduled, everything was going to keep moving in the same direction. I think we would have got Batman that first week. So I do think that they're yeah, pushing true. Batman back because they're changing up the plans. So, well, well, that is just my thoughts on that. But well, actually, uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, rumors fell to the point where the, uh, gosh, the Free Comic Book Day, man, uh, the the Free Comic Book mm-hmm. Day book for was going to start five G, and actually. I don't know when new comic book day is going to be this year. They have to change it, don't you think? 
Batman day by the time we get to go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, the, uh, the, the five G book, you know, that was, or the, the free comic book day book that was supposed to deal with the whole Wally West story and yeah. fix all of that and to see how it would kind of streamline the new continuity. So who knows? Who knows really? Yeah. And that Wally West story seems interesting. I mean, he has the Manhattan logo on his face. So, um, you know, that's going to be pretty interesting. But yeah, it's, I am very interested to see where this is going to go. I still honestly don't really care about anything. I just want three Jokers to come out on time. And I want a release date for Batcat. Because Tom King just dropped, like, it's funny because I've been, I've been on Reddit lately. It's my new thing, just looking through Reddit. I'm on a Catwoman server. <laughs> People are thirsty for like Selena Kyle and Batman stuff because they literally like, guys, check out what Tom King just posted. And all it was is Bruce stands in doorway, barely wearing anything. Catwoman's on bed, barely wearing anything. And, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, <laughs> that's like the Catwoman subreddit. Um, but it's just so funny. Like everybody just wants Batcat stuff. And uh, you know what? You know what? You know, I can add something to this freaking podcast right here that listeners might be interested in because this was actually a question and I mentioned it to you. Oh, yeah, that's Catwoman right. Subreddit. That's right. That's right. If yeah. Catwoman was going to be a lantern, who do you think she would join? We had this discussion. Yeah, right. Uh, at work. So, yeah. So you said originally. I said. You thought they would be the orange lanterns? I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Avarice. Uh, okay. It would be for yeah. greed. Yeah. But. Yeah, I so mean, Clay- you you did tell me, you know, that she was not necessarily like super greedy for like everything, but I mean, yeah, she steals, she steals anything. like, yeah, but I can understand why you you know, oh, of course, but she's not willing to steal the best diamond in the world and let two hundred people die. Oh, like true. that's greed. You know what I mean? Like that is greed. And and from what I read, this was because I went to go read like a lanterns thing. Those guys leave nothing. That band of lanterns leave nothing in the way. Like greed is the ultimate goal, and they will get whatever they want. So I was like, that's not Selena, because there's so many stories of her giving up the diamond or giving up the you know the bad guys to help the good guys, and you know that's and now she's. I wouldn't even say she's an antihero anymore. I would say she's a hero. Even though she steals, like she's still, I, I would say she's a hero um, because she works so much more with Batman and everybody now. Yeah, um, true. But yeah, so, but in that subreddit, we had this one person was like, love, it's love. And I'm like, no, I was like, I would say she's Indigo Tribe. And they were like, no, like that doesn't make sense because they're made up of all the worst villains in the world. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, they're not. I was like, their origin, Indigo Tribe's origin is made up of the worst villains in the world or whatever, or the most villains in that alien race or whatever they're called. Yeah. But uh, what's his face? The Atom. Uh, uh, Ray, Ray Palmer. Um, I'm forgetting. His, um, Ray, Ray Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. Was Indigo Tribe. And he's very far from the worst. Yeah. Uh, way back in uh, Blackest Night. Yeah. He was very far from the worst villain in the world. So that's already thrown out the window. Um, from what I read about it, Indigo Tribe is compassion over everything is what they say. Yeah. And um, I would say that Selena is way more compassionate than she is loving, because if you if you take away Batman, I do not think there's that many love stories out there for Selena. That yeah, do not no, involve. not really. I, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say there would be. 
Not a whole lot. Yeah, there's not that many stories out there. But she still has compassion stories that she's helped out people where she's like, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to help you out. Like, I don't need this, like, million dollars or whatever. Or she steals the million dollars and gives it to, like, the Narrows. Or she steals the diamonds and uses it to go uh, protect a cat sanctuary or something like that. I would say she's more compassionate than she is loving. Granted, somebody can make the argument that those go hand in hand, which I would agree with that. But just in the state yeah, for of sure. the lantern thing, I would say that she would be Indigo Tribe over Star Sapphires. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting concept. I mean, I feel like one day we could either we could probably do that with all the Bat Family and see who would go where. Oh yeah, that would be kind of fun. I mean, yeah, and you know, technically from like continuity, uh, Batman hasn't really in the New Fifty Two and in Rebirth hasn't really dealt with the Green Lanterns all that much or Lanterns in general, but in continuity before that pre-new 52 i believe batman had been a green lantern and well a yellow lantern and then an elseworld story was a green lantern so i mean it would be fun and then if i'm not mistaken isn't there a story where like everyone in the justice league gets a lantern ring yeah yeah that was uh brightest day oh not brightest day sorry uh it was a blackest night blackest Mm -hmm. night is the story in which like in order to defeat the Black Lanterns, uh, the uh, all of the Lantern cores actually had to team up, and therefore giving like uh, Flash the Blue Lantern, Mira the Red Lantern, and I believe that is how Wonder Woman got to be mm-hmm. a badass, beautiful Star Sapphire. Star yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a really good story. It was really really fun. I just recently like finished it, like. Within the last I never year. finished that. I I got like halfway through Blackest Night. I just I I it was interesting. I just never finished it because I always wanted to know. I was like, how did Batman come back? Like he died. Like I was always curious. I mean, I own it. I can like give it to you. No, I, you... I own them too. I just haven't read them. Like honestly, like I'm pretty sure I own both of them. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. No, I I actually have like a Blackest Night like Essentials like mm-hmm. deluxe edition, which has like Jeff Johns like. Uh, scripts and even deleted scenes yeah and it has like commentary for like almost every freaking panel it's really really cool i like it that's pretty awesome yeah see i've read some of john's scripts he is very very detailed in his stuff like he he writes paragraphs so i'd be very interested to see how his artists are they're like motherfucker again (laughs) yeah you know the the really cool thing you know one of the deleted scenes in the actual book is Mm -hmm. how i forgot the name of this hero uh sorry not hero villain Mm -hmm. but he's like one of the rogues he's uh he's like a rainbow like he has the power like the different colors well he eventually died and Mm -hmm. so the the rainbow colors all went to different people but they were all in like a gang or whatever so the really really funny Mm -hmm. thing is the way they thought that they would be like on the winning side is to join like most of the villains. Well, all the villains were dead. Yeah. So they all committed freaking suicide. And uh, so when they died, you mm-hmm. get a ring. Well, they died and they didn't get a ring. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah. So they basically died for nothing. And that was the joke. The joke is the fact that they like died for that nothing, awesome. and Jeff Johns was just like, eh, "Maybe this is That's a little cool. too morbid." It's weird to think that there are deleted scenes for comics, but it, it's actually a lot more common than people think. 
like you know going back to catwoman they um which again if (laughs) i'm pretty sure they all have anybody in that subreddit i'm pretty sure has read new 52 catwoman because that is the thirstiest catwoman stuff you'll probably ever get (laughs) yeah you'll definitely get that but there was a i think it was like issue three or four where catwoman finds out who batman is and like they apparently redid the whole comic or something like that because she finds out who batman is and her bright idea is you know what i'm gonna make him say that he's batman by showing up to his house and stripping naked and putting all (laughs) my stuff over the lawn and it's funny because they use like a very clever panel structure of like bruce's face and alfred's face covering the boobs and the badge and they're just like bam (laughs) and you're just like what and they're like shocked and then like the next thing is bruce is running out there with a towel and he's like what are you doing and uh like it was just so random and i remember reading an interview or article about it and they're like, yeah, they, you know, it was like, they okayed it to start getting drawn, you know, but then I think at the last second, they're like, yeah, we it's not going in the right direction and blah, blah, blah. And so they scrapped it. So apparently I think those are, I don't know if you can actually buy those from the artist or if he just has them. He was like, yeah, it's not my best work, blah, blah. But um, we know the same thing happened in Batman Damned. Apparently Harley Quinn and that scene with Batman was supposed to be a little bit more X-rated. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely deleted scenes that exist. And I just, I want to see those panels so bad from Libra Mayhu. Like, I was like, dude, how, like, crazy did you get? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he talks like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But he's still working. He's doing something. He's doing something big right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you yeah. kept on talking to me about how, like, you know, hey, che- did you check his story? Do you check his story? Yeah. You know, like yeah. he's he's got to be drawing something. He's working on something huge. So, yeah. It looks so good, dude. But he drew one of the best Catwomans I had ever seen. And I was like, dude, I need to know what he's working on because that Catwoman looked gorgeous. And I didn't even realize that he did a Batwoman. Bat- I, I was flipping through my digital books the other day and I had... um. I had Batman 50 where it has everybody did a panel. He did a Batman Catwoman panel on that. Oh yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even realize it a full page spread. And I was like, Oh shit. So I was like, he has done Catwoman before. Um, but yeah, this new one was like the way he colored it and everything. Just so amazing. She was like stealing all this stuff. Like I, I can't wait to see what he's doing. And I don't know if that is for the Catwoman anniversary, which I'm surprised we didn't even get that like announced in these first two yeah um joker 100 we, i mean anniversary we didn't get that like i want those books to drop on anything i want those books to drop um but yeah it's uh i don't know um just deleted scenes just extra artwork stuff like that it's it's that's why for any comic book fans out there if you have the opportunity to buy like deluxe versions or buy like you know absolutes or whatever and you have the money to spend on them, go for it. Because they usually get some really good content in those. Like, I have the Absolute Killing Joke. Absolute Killing Joke gives you the book twice, like the original one, and then the colored, the newer colored one, and then all the scripts. Oh, yeah. And I sold that to him. (laughs) Yeah, because I was just like, all right, why not? Um, Because I actually enjoy the Absolute books. They're pretty cool, and especially, like, I I don't have a coffee table, but if you can just, they're coffee table books. Like, you can just throw them down on there. They're huge. And you just zip through them. I have the the best deal I've ever bought. Went to a half price books, which is a local bookshop here in Texas, and I found like almost perfect condition. Hush thing runs for a hundred dollars. Bought it for sixty. Nice. Like it was awesome. I was like, I will take that. So um, yeah, Absolute Hush is great. I have Absolute Dark Knight. I have Absolute Watchmen. 
an absolute joker. Um, so killing joke. But yeah, just if you ever guys want to get deluxe books, those are the reasons why to buy them. Especially if you're somebody that loves scripts. I love scripts, so I often try to buy things with Tom King scripts in them, Jeff John scripts, Scott Snyder's, just because I like seeing how other writers write. Yeah. Um, it's very different. But yeah, so we're already at 48 minutes. Told you we can drag this stuff out like crazy. <laughs> Uh, but now we're going to move on to Harley Quinn episode four or three. I I believe four. it was four. Dude, this was an intense episode at times. Yeah, I it was it was a bit intense, but I love the way that they wrote Mr. Freeze in this yeah, show. Because, I awesome. mean, if you remember, you know, we've had the dramatic change in continuity of freaking Mr. Freeze from Scott Which Snyder. Which I think has been retconned. I mean, yeah, but, you know, we also have had a little bit of it uh, technically in Tomasi's run when, you know, he was doing the whole Mr. Freeze thing and, like, near the beginning. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. so, but this, this was, like, like humane mm-hmm. in a way. And it kind of gave you that feel of, you know, Batman in the animated series. Yeah. So... I really did like that, but I love the opening of this, how freaking Harley is using the Firefly's flamethrower and she's just like melting the entire thing of ice. And then she's like, she throws it away and they're like, what's that? And she's like, it's a vagina. You know, that is just freaking hilarious. And then King Shark's like, oh, a human vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude, that was. That was hilarious. You know, and it's so funny, you know, this whole thing with Harley Quinn, because, you know, she, of course, wants to take her revenge on freaking uh, Mr. Freeze. You know, she is super cutthroat. She runs in there killing all of his freaking henchmen because, I mean, the reason why she wants to take revenge is the fact that she was uh, encased in ice uh, by him. And it was kind of like the humane thing for the humane thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so when she sees freaking uh, Nora frozen, she's like, oh my god, that sick, sadistic bastard froze his own wife. Now, the plan is, we're going to freaking kill him for what he did to his own wife. Yeah. Well, the weird thing, it did, and I don't think they made this joke, but I was very surprised that her mouth had a hole. (laughs) So... (laughs) So I was like, uh, and he like fed her and stuff. I'm like, and that has never been in the comic books. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was funny. And then freaking, but I think that added to Harley Quinn's like hate for him, I guess. Cause that yeah, was probably sure. running through her brain. But, um, yeah. So I thought that was really funny. And then like, he's just constantly freezing her. Like, cause his plan is like, oh, I'm going to use Harley Quinn to test this serum or whatever to see if it works. So I can bring Nora back. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, Harley Quinn's like, no, 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 I, I can cure her. I can cure her, blah, blah, blah. Like, and she has to call Ivy, who Ivy's with Kite Man trying to get the best chapel in Gotham <laughs> to actually have their wedding. Yeah. And that was that was one of the things that I was going to say is yeah. that like in the very beginning, uh, they get like a picture, whether it be like, I don't know if it was Instagram or Snapchat or text or whatever, but it was basically just them, a picture yeah. of them saying, oh, I said yes. And, you know, it was really funny how, like, Ivy was reacting to it and how, like, everybody was kind of pissed off that she wasn't, like, immediately ready to get a uh, plus one or anything. And, 
you know, this kind of goes yeah. into a a little bit of tease, you know, and a little bit of news, really. I don't know if we talked about this prior. Yeah. But uh, this was basically supposed to be a small teaser for uh, the uh, the whole Harley and Ivy uh, love thing. Uh, what was the voice actress that uh, mm-hmm. of Harley that said that? Kelly uh, uh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. Kelly Coco. Yeah, uh, you know, she said that they were gonna, you know, start teasing that like here in the season pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So one thing Harley did mention when she was talking about a date, she was like, "Hell no!" She was like, "Weddings are the perfect place for me to throw it around." <laughs> and I'm leaving like with this. She was just basically talking about hooking up with anybody and everybody, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. She was like, "I'm not hooking." She's like, she was like, basically the the underlined thing here in this episode which i thought was really good and and like kind of powerful a little bit was harley quinn didn't believe in love like she was like oh uh, yeah. thing. like yeah that was a that. really powerful thing and so she yeah and so we learn out later on like mr freeze kind of makes her believe in love because she's like holy shit like nobody's ever done that for me so yeah but ivy's kind of done that for her all the time so that could be a segue to be like oh yeah you know she's gonna learn yeah um, but not like not to like rush too far ahead but like the whole thing was that uh poison ivy was the one that found the cure for nora yeah because harley unfreezes nora i don't think we said that yeah harley unfreezes nora and like mr freeze is like what are you doing and nora's like oh i'm finally see you love me she starts bleeding from her nose and shit and she's like she's gonna die <laughs> and then mr freeze has like a bomb he's like oh i'm gonna blow this place up like unless you get your friend here and she's like oh shit and so Ivy, you know, shows up and finds a cure for Nora. And the crazy thing is, is she's like, yeah, I totally have a cure, but you have to die. Like, you have to give your transfusion blood to Nora. And Mr. Freeze is like, of course, this is the only reason why I've been trying to save her this whole time. And so you're just like, what? <laughs> and so Harley doesn't end up killing Freeze. He sacrifices himself for Nora to live. Yeah. And you're just, and like, Ivy's like, holy shit. I mean, uh, Harley. <laughs> and, you know, it was funny because, you know, freaking, you know, this whole elaborate, like, very heartfelt thing is happening with Nora on the, yeah. on, on his body, and they're having, like, an elaborate yeah. conversation or whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it gets really, really awkward, and then Nora's like, yeah. just, just leave, you know? And so it, yeah. it was super, super hilarious. But did you catch the part where freaking, um, uh, Condiment King and Kite Man were brothers or cousins. They're brothers? I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it was either I thought they were brothers or cousins, but I didn't know they were like brothers. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go back to the very first part of the episode, uh-huh. they they actually say something about being brothers or cousins. I can't oh, remember. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I didn't know that. But um, yeah, we get we find out that like you know uh, he they hint at like uh kite man like possibly getting the venue even though he goes to save and he's like nah you didn't get it like he's like i'm calling you to let you know and then he's like are you sure and then the guy's in the back room like no he's he's serious oh my (laughs) god and Um, the freaking puns dude the puns dude so many it was crazy it's hilarious yeah and ivy was like i think he's my arch enemy now too (laughs) dude he's gonna die Kite Man's gonna die. Dude, I, there's no way. I don't. I don't know, man. I just don't know. There's no way you can have the Ivy and Harley romance without that. Like, I'm telling you, that's a solid story right there. He dies at the end of this season. Ivy becomes a bad guy, and Harley has to bring her back. 
to like I mean, the loving I, Ivy I, that she is. I can see it, but I I don't know. I yeah, don't know. but if I'm not mistaken, I I didn't see the teaser for it, but I saw it on the app that apparently the next one is called Batman's Back, baby. Yeah, yeah, like he's that. like in like the the freaking yeah. It looks the, like he has a new suit or something. Yeah, the, the like the Hellfire suit or yeah. Was it the, the Hellfire, Hellfire suit? But, yeah. No, uh, it might have been the the Court of Owls suit, right? Kind of looks like the uh, Court of Owls one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it was the Court of Owls suit, and he's like in a chair or he's like leaning down and working on it. Yeah, it uh, it wasn't. I don't think it, yeah. like I don't think I've seen it, but I just saw the little clip on the on the DC app. It'll be interesting to see if it really is Batman or if that's a flashback and Robin gets in that thing. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> no, see the thing with Robin is like he has like the perfect pitch mm-hmm. for like he has like it's it's not quite like pre pre prepubescent is is that the word that I'm trying to say? I I I don't know, but uh yeah. the mm-hmm. you know his his voice is not necessarily cracked but not necessarily like freaking like deep yet. And it's just, it makes me laugh every fucking time Mm. that I hear his voice, dude. It is so fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I would love for it to be him trying to get back into being Batman. But yeah, I would love to see what happens with, um, with that for sure. Uh, yeah. Cause like, I don't know, man, the shows, they're definitely focusing way more on story this time around. We've said that I've said that every freaking time we've talked about it, but I'm enjoying it. Like it's really good, man. Yeah. And- yeah. It's really, really good. You know, they, they are, mm-hmm. you know, sticking with story, but, but it's still comedic, you know, they're, they're landing their jokes and it's not like too, too, you know, you know what I mean? You know? Mm-hmm. No, it's like solid jokes, but like, we that's one thing uh, I know you mentioned it and I definitely agree with it. Le- the first season was like just jokes, 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 and you didn't really care for the characters too much. But this year they're really trying to get you to care for the characters. Yeah, for sure. And along with the comedy. So, and the one thing I always said about shows, and you know, some shows knock it out of the park. You know, first episode, first season. But usually, I always tell everybody with superhero shows, always give it the first season. And then the second season should be like two times better. And, For sure. um, and it's usually, usually how it works. Um, but this one I think has been great so far. And I think DC should really lean into animation. And even, even if they're like, even if they want to send all the live stuff, to live action stuff to HBO Max, they should just focus on animation for the DC Universe app. Like we're just going to give you more animations. I. I could see that. I can definitely see that. You know, with me recently, I have been mm-hmm. like knee deep in, you know, uh, in manga right now. And I've because of that, I've also been, you know, waist deep in freaking anime. And so recently I just read uh, mm-hmm. Batman and the Justice League. Now, they didn't get the voice of Joker all that well. Uh, but everything else was just like so freaking awesome. It felt like an actual yeah. like Japanese manga mm-hmm. with these DC heroes, and I think they can legitimately do it. It's nothing like that's that dumb little uh, Batman Ninja story mm-hmm. that we had like what two three years ago. It's nothing like that. I legitimately yeah. think that you know that they can do something as far mm-hmm. as like a vast you know DC animation with the DC universe. But they're probably just waiting for HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is going to be a very interesting time, man. Um, 
But like like you said today when I was talking about I'm having DVR issues, uh, that's why you have so many streaming services, man. Because like you know you want that stuff when you want it. You don't want to wait. You don't want to deal with the technical bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that's so the maybe truth. people will keep it, and especially if they're doing the like. If you're buying it year to year, like you don't have to worry about it. Like I don't have to worry about it again until like December. Oh yeah, that's like the best thing for me. Whenever I sign up for any mm-hmm. uh freaking uh network or service or anything, I always see if there is an annual pricing because it's so much yeah. easier, you know. For me, you know, for DC, you know, I know that it's like okay, December yeah. will be my my due date for that and I just have mm-hmm. to make sure I have money there. But other than that, I I don't think about it. And so it's the easiest thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see now because they're, they have to run out of content soon. Like they're not filming. So like, you know, star girls, I know that CW is really promoting it. So it's coming out when it's in May, right? Soon. Yeah. Soon. soon. Yeah. Pretty soon. It's going to be, you know, uh, the, the DC universe at first and yeah, it's going to be so... CW. And what it's gonna premiere the day before on DC Universe and then on CW? Yeah, right? uh, it's gonna so, be the the day of it comes out. It's gonna be of course commercial free and then commercials with a CW. Yeah. So does that was Doom Patrol done? I don't think it was done, right? I, I have no idea. I mean, I follow I think one or two people on Twitter and Instagram, but I don't think mm-hmm. that it was done filming at all yeah i only follow diana right diana yeah the latina i only follow her yeah um i just like her attitude she's really cool um but i also like the uh, elastic girl chick though but i don't follow her (laughs) but actually that whole cast is actually fucking really cool dude they are that's why that show is so good yeah um i'm glad brendan fraser got to make a comeback though that's the one thing i think i really love because i i was a huge brendan fraser fan man like i loved him he's great oh yeah freaking mummy oh yeah but dazzled yeah one of my favorite movies yeah yeah, I just remember. This is Hurley still freaking hot too. I don't know if you've seen her Instagram. <laughs> She's in her fifties, still promoting bikinis. Like it's insane, man. You know, I think I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, she's like there with her kids and stuff, and I'm like, why'd you stop acting? <laughs> like, like <laughs> what happened? Um, but she probably just wanted to be a mom. You know, I think one of her last films was like Anger Management. Yeah, I honestly, you know what? I just remember Bedazzled because the poster was her in like this flaming red bikini and just Brendan Fraser with a stupid face like, huh? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that movie was just really good. Like I loved it. It was so like, it was, that was solid comedy back then. Like, I no, just, yeah, it was for sure. weird. It was wacky. It was well told stories. I literally talked about this on live stream today because live streams have been just like talking about life and video games and everything. And today we talked about movies and shows because we got into the topic of like, could they make a new like up to dated Friday the Thirteenth, and would it be good and blah blah blah. And I, um, you know, one of my viewers mentioned about how they don't like comedies, and I told him I was like, yeah, I was like, I haven't watched a lot of comedies lately because I feel like comedy nowadays is focused on the just trying to get the laugh, and they don't care about stories anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. Like that's true. I feel like back in the day, like early two thousands, nineties comedies had a really good story with the comedy kind of like harley quinn right now like harley quinn's starting to be really good comedy and a really good story but now it's just like the hangovers and anything seth rogan does like I oh well here's something for you here's something for you now nothing like harley quinn but can 
a DC mm-hmm. film, a D- can a DC film be a comedy? Shazam was. Uh, but was it really? You don't think Shazam was a comedy? No, not really. No, I mean, I find that as like an action comedy. So you're thinking a pure comedy? Yeah, like pure, pure comedy. I think you would have to go like a Guardians of the Galaxy route, find like a random group of people. So you would have to do like a booster gold blue beetle thing, right? Is that what you're kind of well, going with? But wouldn't that end up being an action comedy though? Like where does your action comedy stop? Like where is that, you know, because Ace Ventura, I would say action comedy. Uh, I mean, uh, did you not see that raccoon fall from the freaking <laughs> cliff? If you tell me that is not an action comedy. I, I, I don't know, not, man. <laughs> dude, I literally had friends growing up that couldn't watch that because they said it was so sad. Oh, God. And he's like reaching out for the freaking cliffhanger scene. He's like, no, and the raccoon falls. <laughs> Like, dude, like, if that is not oh an gosh. action comedy, I that and yeah, like when they go do the whole dolphin thing, there's like a car chase with bullet, like gun shooting and stuff. Okay, that's an okay. action comedy. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, I'll give you that one. It is an yeah. action comedy. So, I mean, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that random thought. I think that is the only. This is my own personal preference, people out there. That is the only movie I find. What's her name? Hot in the mask. Uh. Um, Cameron uh, Cameron Diaz? I don't even know. Right? Diaz? Yeah, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Is that yeah. her name? Yeah. It's the only one. I don't know why. It's just that the scene when she's singing on the, the thing in that black dress. She looks so gorgeous. What? You don't think her in the in the red dress in the very beginning is I don't her? remember the red dress. I remember the black dress. Oh my gosh. You, you know the whole like pan up, like the from the, the shoes mm-hmm. and it goes all the way up the legs and then like the you see the dress well, and then it like kind of zooms in on the boobs for a little bit and then it uh-huh. goes to her face. You don't remember well, that? Well isn't the black dress when his eyes go wooga? Like they do the ring? Isn't that the black dress? No no no, that's the white dress when they're in the casino. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I remember the black dress for some. Maybe it's not even black. Maybe it's white. I don't know. But I remember like that. <laughs> it's like her makeup, like her hair straight and she has like red lipstick. Like there, it's just, there is yeah, so many people gorgeous. that are so triggered right now. Like, super oh, yeah. Triggered. They're like, what? You don't think she's hot and freaking something about Mary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> With oh. the cowlick and freaking everything like that. Oh, oh my God. man. But yeah, anyways, random ass tangents. But yeah, I don't know. That was a uh, good conversations. But anyways, that's what it, we got. We see we managed to squeeze out a freaking hour. I hope people enjoy the random conversations of podcasts because personally, I know you've mentioned it before because like I know you said when we when you listen to Word Balloon, you're not a big fan of the tangents they get off on. I actually like tangents. Well, I mean, if it's if it's a tangent that like if if it's the subject matter mm-hmm. that I care about, then cool but if it's not like it it just completely goes over my head yeah but yeah i usually like when john talks to tom because they talk about old movies and i enjoy those top conversations because i don't know shit about old movies but they'll talk about like old noir movies or this and that because that's what tom's writing and he's like oh yeah this movie and that movie and i always mean to write them down but i don't oh but also uh john uh, he actually did a interview with Dan Didio. Really? So did you ever listen to that one that he did? No, no, I did not okay. listen to it just because I have it on my uh my like watch list okay. for YouTube. Yeah, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy these tangents. We're still bringing you some Batman stuff. Uh, if 
so we're not going to have books next week, or we will? No, we will not. Okay, so... Now, from what my understanding is, because I've talked to Jim, and I've talked mm-hmm. to my other co-host, uh, Mark, and yeah. they have talked to the representative that gives everybody the review copies. And they made us fill out a questionnaire, basically... It's basically a a whole setup to yeah. where if we're going to be getting the books in the future or not. So we filled everything out and we sent it back to him. Mm-hmm. And he is basically waiting on DC's word to say, okay, give us the questionnaires. We'll look through it. And whoever is good to go, then they'll be good to go. But right now it's all up in the air. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually finally got an email um, about that contest that I may be able to talk about next week because they said they may be announcing stuff. So um, I may possibly be having some cool information next week to talk to you guys about uh, nice. regarding Batman, which would be pretty awesome. Definitely would add some flair to the podcast. But uh, I will find out next week. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about that. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, things have been crazy, but we will find another story to talk about, another random-ass story. Uh, I believe (laughs) there is a digital first that we can react to or uh, review, and then, of course, we'll have Harley Quinn if Batman's back, baby. We'll have some words on that, and yeah, hopefully we have some more, um, you know, stuff to talk about news-wise, because our state, I don't think it's a smart idea, but is going to start opening up soon. Apparently, a bunch of other states are going to start opening up soon. So I don't know if that means production for movies and stuff are going to keep going back up, or I don't know. It's going to be an interesting next week because things are going to start opening up at small capacity. But um, yeah, we will see how that dumpster fire puts itself out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Clay, you want to pay about your podcast? Yeah, uh, I have, of course, the Fanboy Comics podcast, and because... Juice here has told me that consistency is the best thing for my community, my audience, and my listeners. Uh, I actually have mm-hmm. uh, three shows coming out on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of every week. Uh, and on there, you know, I talk uh, freaking Marvel Unlimited, DC Universe, and the Shonen Jump app. I also have a show with my buddy Mark. Uh, we do the Comic Book Legion podcast. And because we have not had new books, we've been talking about random stuff. Uh, I made him read Power Rangers. He made me uh, read a creepy story of the ice cream man. And uh, recently, uh, I believe we, well, we are planning to, we're planning on reading the uh, the Earth One book of Green Lantern. And I'm I'm a really big fan of the Earth One books. Uh, my favorite is yeah. the Superman one, but I mean, it, they're all pretty good. I like them. I thought I thought that Earth One Batman was okay. I didn't like that Alfred was the one that trained Batman. Wasn't really me. I um, I really enjoyed the like Earth One gave me respect yeah. for Alfred. Really, yeah. I just didn't like. I like sophisticated Alfred. You know. Like the butlery Alfred, but you also know he's like a secret agent. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the hard ass, that. like, you got to be better than this kind of Alfred. I like the elegant Alfred. Um, but I mean, it again, that was Jeff Johns. I always appreciate his different takes on things. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, but yeah, so that is all of Clay's podcast. For me, of course, you can always find me on my YouTube channels. Uh, you know, Juice Reacts is the one that's constantly getting updated. Uh, there's a lot of video game stuff that is going to be dropping tomorrow. So if you're interested in Apex or 
Assassin's Creed. Definitely go check out my reactions there. If you're a fan of Warhammer 40k, which is a new community I've dove into, there's plenty of content about that on the reaction channel. But the biggest thing I've been pimping out lately is the Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash juice from the box. We have been streaming about five days a week. The schedule's a little wonky because my work schedule's a little wonky. But we've been putting in a lot of work over there. We've been playing some really cool things. The community is slowly growing. And yeah, we have like long two-hour chats sometimes about life and everything, comics, stories, anything. Today, we was all pop culture day. Um, but yeah, definitely come hang out if you ever want to do that, if you're a fan of live streaming. It's a good time. Clay's in there most of the time. So if you yeah. want to talk to us about the podcast, definitely come yeah. hang out. But uh, yeah, everybody, that is it for this week's Batman News Weekly podcast. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. But remember, as always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!